Hi guys, welcome back to Safe Space Podcast. I'm Dean. Hi, I'm Salmo. Hi, I'm Munira. Tadukunitena. Munira is suffering from a cold. So she has a terrible flu. A very terrible. I'm so sorry for my voice. She has an amazing voice. <laughs> I was still I was told it's it's I don't want to say it. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> What? It's TMI. <laughs> oh, you told you have a sexy voice. Yeah, it, but I can't say it out loud for people to hear it. But I just just for, just for you guys. But I just said it. We're not editing yeah. this part out because I think ah, okay. no, I agree that the voice is quite intriguing. Slide into her DMs. Oh my god. <laughs> You need your husband to come for you. I see where you're treading. <laughs> no, I respect my husband, but Saumu's DMs are open. Saumu. And Lynn's DM also. Flag your IG handle. Ah, at Saumu. At the com. At the feet. Saumu may be one of our audience. We're assuming that very many people listen to us. Yeah. Find your voice very intriguing and they'd like to know you better so where can they find you no um, no, no 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 i can't the people so you don't want to be found yeah you don't want to be found me i know you would want to be found find, find me and then we will find someone our instagram Our Instagram handles are on our bio. One of us is married, the other two are single. One is very ready to be also feel free to reach out. <laughs> oh, so how is your week, guys? Not bad at all. Mhm. Was okay. It is okay. Manira ハイエブリン。ワットハペンドアユランニングインデレインセレブレイティングイットンティルユガタフルノノノマイキッズケムケムホームイトフルフロムスクールラストウィークアドンノハウハウハウイトクソロンフォミトゲットバッスバホラフ
how can she say she hasn't found a man? Or some guys, actually not even girls, some guys, like the guys in Mantok. And I'm like, how can they say they're single? That's weird. But the guys in Mantok are uh, rather young. Young is how old? One of them, them, Eli is the one who's 30. Oscar is 27, 26, 27. Oh, wow. Get out. Yeah. He looks... Wait, Oscar is the tall one, the one in the UK? Yes. Imagine. No. He's young. Eli is older than him. Eli is our age, mate. Oscar is younger. No. But they still have... They still have... You can't compare them. Maybe now we go to the podcast OGs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe now you're looking at there and you'd want at to, potential it would go there yeah, if you want to compare the men and we're looking at older men men older than yeah. us who are still yeah. single yeah. and you want to go in the podcasting space maybe we consider the the parents of podcasting in Kenya did I just call them grandparents? But anyway, they've been in the podcasting. I think they're the first Kenyan podcast. Mm-hmm. Other than, I think Adele would be the first one. And then Mike. Yeah, I remember, I remember Adele shooting it alone. Yeah. Legally clueless. Yeah, I think that was the first it's one. one of the biggest podcasts in Kenya. Her podcast is aired on Trace. Oh, wow. And she just started it, imagine. I remember her just like a joke. Now look at her, mashallah. So yeah, that's our predicament right now. Finding men. Men, if you're out there, please be easy. Monero, don't make her sound desperate. Just a topic. (laughs) They're delving into it. Not like, really, as you said, we're not really put ourselves out there. You see, there's no way we, we would be talking on behalf of our audience who are not yet to have men or getting married when we have our own you know it's like charity begins at home. I, I feel attacked <laughs> so anyway <laughs> what are some of the reasons that you'd say Saumu for example if you're to sit and analyze yourself what are the some of the reasons that have brought you into this space of a 30 year old single woman what is it that you're prioritizing over settling down? Uh, for me, it's more of my career and uh, more of my, mostly my, my career. My career and my financial stability. Like I'm more interested in what I'm investing in and where I'm at in my career. When I say career, I mean school and work. Both. So in fact, you have other priorities, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like if someone if someone told me think about the or this, I will definitely think about school or work. Or so it doesn't cross your mind. Yeah, it's like at the back of my mind, like uh-huh. background. It's not a prior. It's not like something you see every day. I'm thinking about what am I doing to better myself career wise. I'm like right now. I'm taking a break from school so that my mind can relax, and then I go back to it. Right now, at work, I'm at this place. I, I need to get at this place. I even have, like, steps, like, where I need to do what I need to do. But when it comes, to, when the same initiative I'm taking in my career, my school, my investment, I don't take the same initiative in terms of relationships. That finding, they are finding the person that I want to get married to. I don't see myself doing the same work. I really want to understand what changed, you know? Like, um, like what made me be that girl? What, not you particularly, the fact that we have so many other people not seeing relationships such an, you know, I wouldn't say not important, as in it's not... Not a priority. Yeah, it's not a priority. I want to understand, like, at what point did it become you know, not important, as in, it's not a big deal. If it's there, well and good. If it's not, okay, life goes on. I, 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 would, I, would, I would actually picture Zamani 
people would like eh by the way me I want to be in a relationship me I want to get married me I want to have kids you know because, because my biological clock is ticking but right now I'm actually understanding the environment it's not that necessary I've met people who are telling me by the way me I'm single by choice it's not that I I my family wants it but it's me who I want so I I really want to understand at what point is it because we are changing as human beings society is more acceptance you know I don't think society is more accepting. I just think that the pressure that we had back then, we don't have it now. We are prioritizing with saying she's prioritized many other things over settling down and getting married because this mm-hmm. pressure society has instilled on us. And I think as the years go by, we stop being pressured. We don't have it anymore. Everyone is just doing what they want. So yes, the pressure is there, but you're not done who'll be in the marriage with me so i will do it at my own time like we are more what's the word i can use decisive but you've, you've noticed as in that there's been an ease yes because if you look at relationships in the past yeah people will get married because of societal pressure and then the marriages don't work and then they end up being divorced in a short time and then they're the ones who will just persevere in the marriage because they don't want to to look like a divorce seems like a failure so you don't want to seem like a failure so you just persevere in this toxic situation but now before putting yourself in that situation mm-hmm. you're thinking you're thinking twice do i really need to alternatively we've seen so many relationships fail so me personally I've seen so many relationships fail and so many people close to me struggling mm-hmm. in in bad marriages and I ask myself if that's what I really want and the answer is no so I don't see why I should get married you get you know it's interesting to say that and uh, it's another thing when it's when you found the person who wants to marry you and you can see this is the person I want to get married to and everything is in line with what you want he takes he takes all the all your boxes would you say the same thing then no i would just... say the same thing but we are here now because that person is not there yet and the difference <laughs> is we are not actively going out there to look for somebody maybe if i actively went to look for a husband i'd be married by now but i'm not and even if i put myself out if even if i go out and I'm meeting people it is not to find a spouse it's yeah. to grow my network it's not to find a spouse i think if you actively want to get a man you will get a man i get your point because for me i'm like i see i see my life as this straight road and i'm going through it if in this straight road there's no man and there's no marriage in it But if, but if it comes along the way it's okay so you see that when the change is <clears throat> yeah i'm uh, good to, yeah, I'm just going to sit down and be like uh let me pause my life start looking for a man mini 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 no i will not i have every year i have resolutions i have goals in terms of my career in terms of my education in terms of my investment So along this way of achieving all this if he comes along the way then it's okay but if he doesn't it's okay also because there's this point that someone told me uh when once I achieved my masters they just went straight and they were like I hope you will not go for your PhD and I asked why and I was told um because simply if you If you go for your PhD no man will want to marry you. Yeah, yeah, you come out as very as a very intimidating woman because already you're a Muslim, you're a Muslim girl. Uh you're very educated, you have this job, you have this career and you're already intimidating the men around you. So if you go ahead for your PhD achieving all these things that you achieve your list of men will narrow down to a very small percentage yeah i've been told that but not by not one person 
but many people, and I've not just been told by men, I've been told by women also. And oh. at the back of my mind, I am like, I just have this road in front of me and it's just me and my career and all those things. And if he comes, it's okay. If he finds my education intimidating for him or my career intimidating for him, then he's not the one. That's what I told them. But you can imagine such thoughts in the society. Yeah. And that's another point. That's actually another point. I think that now women are so empowered and they're going after education, which back in the day wasn't really a priority. And now men are finding it very intimidating. So that's another reason as to why men would choose to just stay single. And women can't find men to match up to them, so they opt to stay, stay, to stay single. What about the I'm saying the men, now that the men are opting no, no, to be single. Men? Pardon? No, what about the men? Now what about the men who are like empowered, educated, and are seated on the other side and are single? How would you phrase that? <laughs> I no. So what, like, what's the reason for not being for not what's some of them? For some of them, the men that I've met, most of them, they say that um, women are not ready. Most women are not ready for commitment. Others say that women are more interested in, uh, like, if you're 20, you'll not look for a man in his 30 because you want security and stability. You look for someone way older. So a generation that we're in end up just staying single because it's, our it's expectations... Yeah, our expectations and the things we want are way above where they are right now. But I also yeah. think our generation really fears commitment. Even this 30-year-old you're saying maybe has his uh, life together, fears commitment. Mm -hmm. And it's become so easy to just have kids out of wedlock and raise your child. Mm -hmm. So if, if what you wanted from marriage was a child, you already have that child. So why are you committing to one woman when you can have plenty? You get? Oh, so commitment. Yeah, commitment. Because I, if, I'm also sure I'm not ready to commit to somebody. That is, it's very hard for me to do that right now. Like, why am I committing my whole life to one person? I don't think I'm ready mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, commitment is a big thing. And I think you need to be ready for it. As opposed to back in the day, you were forced to be ready to commit. Yeah, no, actually, you learned to commit along the way. Yes, because it got to an age, you're supposed to get married. And now, but this is how life goes. <laughs> but I advocate for such right now with whatever is happening in the dating scene, in whatever is happening now, I would advocate for let us get to know each other inside the marriage, whatever happens, because... The statement that you're saying is very ambiguous, because the last episode we did with Wangari, she said she mm -hmm. fell into societal pressure of the biological clock mm -hmm. and uh, the, cul the cultures and, the, and her friends and everything. So she went into marriage. And now here she was, after going through all those pressure, here she was in a marriage that didn't work for her. And she was there for 10 years trying to learn how to commit and how to love this man. No, I so think what Mira is saying is, as opposed to dating, just get married. I would advocate for marriage. Like, yeah, an arranged marriage. So get to know this spouse while in marriage. Yeah. Then, okay, you get to know this spouse. Why in marriage? Because actually, after four years, after four years is when she saw the true colors of this guy. No, you're, you're, you're comparing it to an extreme situation. We're just saying like, ideally, which I think I 70% agree with Munira. It is so hard trying to get to know men right now because some fear commitment, some... Just one situation. Just yeah, they don't want to. That's the one, you, you know, you just put yourself in some tricky situation 
for nothing. So if a man is serious, you meet a man today, you talk to him and he's serious, let's just get married. As opposed to, I believe it's wasting your time. The dating exactly. is a waste of time. But at what point do you know this is the man that I want to spend the rest of my life with? At what I, point? I, I believe you just know. When you start getting to know somebody, you'll know a man who's just serious. You will know a man who's serious. Because a man who's serious will upfront tell you that um, I'm in this to get married. Let me give an example. I have a cousin who was single and she was okay being single. And then this man just called her one day. They knew each other, but just, Ila, by the way, I know you, you know me, nothing more. So this man called her one day and they started talking and he was upfront. And I got your number from whoever and I'm calling. I know you're single and I'm calling you because I want to get to know you so that we can get married. Won't you take such a man? You must have been a Muslim. He is a Muslim, yes. But you see, his intentions were clear. Um, We're doing this so that it's for marriage. So if you're not ready, tell me now so we just stop it. I'm not here to waste time. And I believe men are the most straightforward people when they want something. That's true. So you're getting that. It's, it's, it's easier. The dating part, now it's speaking tricky. in a... Muslim perspective, the dating part is truly a waste of your time because you find yourself in some very compromising situations. And then yeah. once a man gets what he wants, it's adios, he'll stop responding to your text and then you sit there wondering, oh, what did I do wrong? What happened? You see, that way it's easier to sift out the men who want to waste your time. You'll be like, you know, if it's not marriage, then I'm not interested. So, have, have you guys watched? Have you guys watched? Have you guys watched the Indian matchmaking? Yeah. Auntie Sima, what she's doing. Siman. If I had the money, I would do that because the dating scene just scares me now. Because I, I feel like this is just the right way to meet the man. Because you already have a file. You already know what he stands for. You already know his whatever. As in. If I had the money, I would do something like this here in Kenya. <laughs> but if Munira, I don't think you know money. Huh? You don't need money. Do you know how much and you see my charges for, for just, you know, trying to get you someone and getting the that, file? Yeah, it's a service you're offering. Why do you need money? You to start, if you were to start today, why do you need the money? Because in our Muslim community, I feel like it's just let's let's bring what our great grandparents used to do. You just meet up and meet meet up in lunches. Like by the way, I have a girl at home. She's waiting to get married, and then what when I put her in a mosque? It's like ah, oh, even me, I have a son. You know, he's looking to get married, and boof, that's done. In an ideal, if world, I wasn't married, if I wasn't I married, I would, take, I would take on that. So, Ongea, yeah. hey, I'm just here wondering. You know, the, the reason why the matchmaking show worked is because both parties had the intention of wanting to get married. Exactly. Oh, exactly. And another show that, that can show you actually this is true is mm-hmm. although Perfect Match, when you watch Perfect Match, you will see those who, who did not have the right intention found it hard to get a match. No, but those who had the right intention. I don't think no, like compare perfect match because I don't but, think that anyone in perfect match went in with the right intention. There was a winner. There's supposed to be a winner. There's a prize, right? Yeah, yeah, so once there's a prize, it's so easy. We don't. They don't show their everything. You don't know what they kept discussing behind closed doors. Let's just try and make this work because you could genuinely see there was some. Yeah. That really didn't make sense. So it was scripted. The funny part is even the Not person who the couple, the couple who won it eventually broke up. I was like, exactly. before even they went, they before they we even could, went for it. We could all see that they were not a perfect match. They were very different from each other. 
Yeah, you have a point. Yeah. And then, point. even the time period that they were being given to get to know each other was too short. Because, you know, if I don't get to know this person today and couple up with them, one of us is going home. So there's so much pressure to form matches as opposed to really getting to know somebody. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah but you have another reason. I guess the right intention. Pardon? It's just all about intention, I guess. Yeah. If, if you're willing to do it. Yes. Another reason why we are where we are today, Saumu, is because <laughs> we keep pursuing the wrong kind of people. You remember Ooh, when I was saying, don't date potential. So you, you're dating potential as opposed to the person. So maybe you're chasing the wrong person because of what they portrayed them to be until now. Later on, you get to know their true colors and they're not who they showed that they were. When you say don't date potential, there's only one statement that comes into my mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you're the person who sees the potential in him and he doesn't see it for himself. It's exactly. It's possible. So you're dating what you think this person will be what, or what his potential will be, but deep down, he doesn't see it and he will never see it. So he and will then, never be. Us women losing it. Us women have this notion in our thick head that we can change men. That oh he drinks. That's not a problem. I think when once you get married, I can change him. Or you're you're trying to fix him into the person you want. So you end up in a toxic situation. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you so think as you, who they are believe them? Hmm. That's crazy. Do you think as you as you age, let's say in our twenties, right now we were in our thirties, yeah. Do you think the kind of a man, let's say your type, is different as compared to the person you had in mind when you were in twenties? As in, I think at this age is where we get to. Re, you go to the drawing board and reevaluate what is your type, you know, based on the person you are right now, the self work you've done, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that you don't you don't go attracting the wrong people. I think with age so we become yes, yes. overly picky. Why? Because, because our clock is ticking. <laughs> no, no, no. If you're becoming overly picky, it means your chances are slimmer. And that's because we, 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 I think we think through things more than we would. When I was in my 20s, all I thought was, I just want to fall in love with this guy. And then, you know, you're just thinking about love. But right now, if I'm to ever get married, I don't think love would be one of the, would be the top reasons as to why I'm getting married. So you get, you want, you, you want more than love. You want commitment, you want friendship, you want stability, you want somebody who's done self-work. It's not just you love, you're in love with this person and they're toxic, but oh, but I love him. It's not about, but I love him anymore. Yeah, yeah. you have to meet halfway. Exactly. And that so comes it's, like you, it's like now you've, you may reevaluate yourself as in, Love is no longer the top. It's no longer the top of the you know of your list. No, it's not. <laughs> let me throw myself. That comes out with age. Yeah? It comes <laughs> with, let me throw myself out there. When I was in my twenties, and this fine young man that I thought would be my husband, mm-hmm. if he was served to me right now, I don't. You wouldn't take him. I would not take him at all. Atabure. Atabure. No offense to him. He's an amazing human and I think his wife would be happy to hear this. But I would not support him. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I guess I guess it's because the person you were then attracted that, but the person you are right now is not even attracted to that. Exactly. Yes. You know, I find I found that. Work. We have nothing in common right now. All we have is the memories that we had. That's all we have to hold on to. Other than that, there's really nothing in common. 
between us. No, you see, you see now the tricky part. If this you were to meet this person, do you know that the kind of the the kind of the person they are right now and who you are, like you will not even be compatible. You will you will even notice some things. You're like, did I even? How did I accept that? <laughs> you know, exactly. You, you you'll criticize yourself for the choices you've made. It was like, oh my god. Exactly. But it's good. Yeah, we, we learn, we grow, we attract different things, I guess. At each stage it of is. your life, you attract different... Even friendships happen that way. I So, yeah, life's interesting like that. Oh, another reason as to why we're struggling is because we don't value ourselves. Oh, oh, that one hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't value yourself, no one will value you. Ooh. So where do you end up? Alone. This- <laughs> oh my God. Fighting for <laughs> men who don't love themselves either. Oh. Wow. You attract who you are. Exactly. Oh my God. Oh my God. So if you <laughs> see yourself... You attract trash. Yes. And if you yeah. don't have, if you don't value yourself as a woman, yeah. in, in what, what I'm trying to say is, if a man, I'm trying not to use the word easy, but it's the only word that's coming to me. If you don't value yourself and a man now thinks that you're easy to get, I don't yeah. think he will look at you as a potential spouse. Just to look at you as a potential girl he can waste his time with. As opposed to a spouse, because Do you think he doesn't value himself. You know, it's it's broad. Valuing yourself can come in. Maybe you have low self-esteem. Yeah. Maybe you're easy, and I'm not saying easy that in the sense that you're here playing hide and seek with a man just to show him. Oh, I was hard to get. I'm not talking about those stupid games. Yeah. I'm just saying self-respect. You get, I think, your self-respect. You don't, you don't respect yourself. So why, how do you expect somebody else to respect you? To respect you, okay, okay. Yeah. I get you. I get it. I guess it. That's the point. Wow. Because you know, if you don't respect yourself, there are some things you will do. Those things is what will show people what they can do to you. It's a thin line. Right? Yeah, and yeah. that is, these men, these men will keep. Pushing the boundaries just to see. Is this an easy catch? Is this, you, you get, so men will always just try and push the boundaries to see how far they can so go. So in short, in short, it's brutal out there. It's, it's so what happened? Nico fire, Nico what? fire. Nikiwana <laughs> <laughs> Kapisa, there must be a reason. Is this the things that you guys are going through? I'm like, oh no. I I would even go out if that's the case. Because Munira, if we just decide we just want to get married, we will end up just settling for anything. But no, that's not the case. You already know yourself. You've done the work. You've pursued your careers. if, if, If deep down you're okay with not having a man in your life, I feel like that's that's really okay. You really don't have to settle. And you see now because most of us are not yeah. ready to settle. If you're not ready, imagine that's it. That's you, another you not, reason why we are many, where most of us are just not ready to settle. So if you're not ready to settle, even if a man comes packaged as quote, quote unquote, the perfect man, you will not see it because you're not ready. Oh, true that. Hmm. So how do you get ready at 30? Self-work. <laughs> is it really self-work? Yeah. The people who are so damaged but are ready to get married. Oh. And they do get married. And they do get married. <laughs> so what is the difference here? What are you guys saying? Because you're contradicting yourselves here. <laughs> we, we are just not ready. You see, we're not ready and we don't have the pressure. You know, that pressure can force you to get ready. Now that pressure is not there. So now, what I'm scared of 
I feel like that pressure was there for a reason. Now that the, everything is chilled, no one is in a hurry, you can do whatever you want. I think that's now the scary part. Because our parents didn't have that relaxation. It's like, you know what? You can do whatever you want. But right now, everything is chill. There's no way your parent will force you to get married right now. You understand? Yeah. So that's the scary thing that scares me is no hurry. But is it scary though? I don't think it's scary. We have seen so many broken marriages. Broken, we come from broken homes. And you just wonder, you know, there's nothing to look up to. Like, for example, me, let me speak for myself. I don't have a good example. So where am I going to put myself? Everyone I'm looking at around me is in a shitty marriage. So, you know, at the back of my mind, I'm constantly asking myself, what am I going to look for in a marriage? I've not seen anyone that's happy. So why am I going to put myself there? You can't. But what are, what are the chances you will end up with someone like the ones you've encountered? What are the chances? It's a 50-50. You can't really... You can't it's, not even, it's not even a 50-50. It's more like 70-30. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we're saying that the chances are slim in getting the right person. Uh. You know, they say love doesn't have a manual and marriage doesn't have a manual. And how you meet this person, it doesn't actually have a manual also. I don't know. You see, I think in the past, or even now, very many damaged people are getting into relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give an example. Someone I know got married and then I think the marriage lasted about six months, but I think he was cheated. This is a man. He was cheated on and then got divorced. And in less than two months, he was married again. Was that man healed? You're coming out of a marriage where you were cheated on. And then wasn't. you jump into another marriage. That's a rebound. And now imagine a rebound in marriage. That's crazy. It's crazy. And then you get that this person you married to also has their um, traumas that they're taking. Yeah, yeah, so they both they both come with baggage. And now that's where trauma bonding comes in. Two damaged people have come together. So now that marriage or relationship is the most insecure because if you see your wife on phone, you're thinking she's talking to another man. You see your husband on phone. You think he's talking to another woman, and this invites so much insecurity. So this man might be going to another man as a man. I'm coming to you as a man. What do you want with my wife? The woman is coming to another woman as a woman. What do you want with my husband? Did you just see how much chaos they were causing in the outside world? Just because they didn't have yeah. the time to heal. Hmm. It's intense because for me, my biggest fear is that if I'm just going to enter into marriage, I hope it's the death do us part because I, I, I don't think I would want to get into marriage and then after a few years it ends. I know it's beyond my control and most of the times people have told me that I shouldn't have that mentality because it will give the man a lot of power which might make him manipulate me into staying in the marriage because I don't want it to end. But I'm, I'm just wondering if we're going to do this thing, let's do it right. But some nobody goes into a marriage hoping it's going to fail or thinking it's going to fail. Everyone gets married hoping that it's going to last. But even in our religion, we've been told that marriages can end. You know, in our religion, you, you can pray for guidance when you... You, you decide on the person you want to be with, you can pray for guidance. And you can end up marrying this person, but there's no guarantee that you're going to be together forever. Yeah. So I think if you have that in mind, of course you don't want it to fail, but you're not shocked when it does. It, it makes life easier. You just go with the flow. Mm. But you see, one reason I feel like marriages don't last, B, we don't... Um, back in the day, 
they used to fight for their marriages, which in a way it's good, in another way it's toxic because you might be fighting for an abusive husband or a husband who cheats. But these days we have zero patience. This man might raise his voice once and that's it. We're done. That's how the dare you? Yeah, how dare you raise your voice at me? Maybe, yet we, we're very picky. We pick very small fights and then that's it. We're so easy to, we walk into marriages easily and walk out easily. Let me ask you, yeah? Mm-hmm. You, you understand now the changes that are happening now, yeah? I was having a conversation with someone and this person was telling me the, the reason why people uh, are, are not fighting for their marriages or their relationships. They've, they've gotten so sensitive, you know. Your husband can just say something which before, before you are this aware person, before you are this self-work person, you had you had no problem with it, but now that you've you know you're more aware of yourself, and he starts doing it, yeah? mm. you, come, you you come out as like you know what this is toxic. I'm out. As in, this person told me this the word toxicity is the most misused. Exactly. Word. Back in the day, we didn't know toxic, but this days everyone is toxic. Everything. So, is the question toxic. is. The question is, are we becoming so sensitive that we cannot take things lightly or I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Why can't you just stay in your marriage? Or we, we, we're just a generation that doesn't value commitment. Okay. We're so more like, okay, on to the next thing. Yes. It would be like, it was easy to get. I can get some, we have the mentality of, I can always get somebody else. Why am I staying here? I can always get somebody else. But Lynn, with this dating pool that we are seeing now, how how is that even? But do you better? see how easy it is? Is you see how easy it is to stay in a relationship with somebody, and then two months later you're broken up, and then you jump onto the next person. Isn't it easy to just because we're not? Narudi soko. Yes, nikuoga na kurudi soko. That's the other word that is being misused after toxicity. Rudi soko. Soko gani jamini? Like like now you're telling me someone can just move on into another marriage in a duration of two months. Two months, you you actually even recollecting your emotions. You have no right to go look for another person, you know. It doesn't it doesn't even if it doesn't even happen in movies. Come on. And And movies is fiction. This particular individual doesn't think that that's a problem. Okay. You see, if you don't even realize that that's a problem, that you needed to heal from what happened to you because it's something big. This was a marriage and then your wife cheated on you. And then you didn't take the time to even process it. You've already jumped into another marriage. You don't know the baggage that this other woman is coming with. So you're just there in a very... Now that's where toxic comes in. That's a very toxic situation because you're both on edge. You have trauma of what happened to you. You don't know the traumas that this other woman has. And then you just really, it's a very messed up situation. And then the fact that you can see you jumping into a marriage is in a duration of 60 days. It's a problem. It is a problem. You understand? Yes. And that you don't see this is not an issue, is a problem. Exactly. And but and that, that is just it's crazy. I can't even I'm trying to put it in my mind, but it's it's not going on. It's just what I would say is just a ticking bomb, you know. Anything can happen anytime. Exactly. And then if you as a woman in such a relationship you become, you end up doing very stupid things. Like, I don't even, I don't know if I should go deep into details because you just end up, like, for example, going through your man's phone, reaching out to women. And I've seen this happen a number of times. Is that close? I'm coming to you, women to women. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming to you, woman to woman. A close person to me back in the day, mm-hmm. the spouse was, uh, 
And wait, it, before you go on, mm-hmm. before you go on, mm-hmm. I, I, I just want to put it out there that none of my friends actually has ever been come, has ever experienced this. You know, I'm coming to you as a woman to woman. I believe so. So I think Miss, we're safe. Monira, let me just be honest. In my 31 <laughs> years in this art, women have come to me as, I'm coming to you as a woman, I think four or five times. Are you kidding me? Yes. I thought we were boring people. <laughs> I think four oh, five times. <laughs> And weirdly, it's regarding the same person. Oh, come on. Four, are you kidding me? Four, Four. or five times regarding the same person. Wow. Yeah. You're putting a lot of issues, eh? (laughs) And the weird thing is, all these times they're coming to me, I have not even been in this person's life. So you just, you wonder. I was just chilling wherever it is I am. And then you're just coming to me as a woman. From when I was so young, I didn't even realize what's happening. What is that? Yeah, to, to now. And I'm thinking at my big age, you're coming to me as a woman to tell me what. In 20... Actually, it's crazy. I'm, I'm trying to imagine when a lady actually stoops this low to go confront another woman regarding a man, as in I, 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 my, myself, as in, would you need a day to re- actually recollect yourself? It's like, you know what? I am actually going to do this. Or is she just, you just take the phone. I'm like, no, I have to text this one. You know what? Please leave my husband alone. You're a distraction in our marriage or you will cause our marriage a problem. You know, as in, I want to understand from the perspective of that woman, at what point she did, she, did she reach, you know, to go to that level? Because A, it really needs a lot of guts. I think at the point of questioning, as soon as you start questioning your relationship, there's a problem. So now you question to the point that you get this other woman's contact. That is so, I feel like it's so messed up. Too much work. You're doing too much work. You're overworking. You're truly, truly overworking. Wow. May we never be them? Please, if you ever a point where you are actually going to look for another woman because of a man, just know that you need to do some work. Yeah. You know, that, that's what I would say. I was looking for it in an English, but, you know, you know but yeah. My mother is at it again with the background vocals. Okay, now she's quiet. Yeah, I think that it's very, it's sad. It's actually a sad state of affairs. Back in the day, I used to be very... I'd go on the attack, like, why, why are you coming to me? As, like, really? I would fight back. But now, I actually feel sorry. But I'll still give you the energy that you bring, you'll get it back, but then, at the end, I'll be like, you know, I actually really feel sorry for you. You're at a bad place. <laughs> My sister, or babe, you know? I think you need help. At 20, 2023, yeah, but we are here. We are here, you know, fighting for the economy. Mayai mekuwa fifteen bob. Oh, kokoa DMs zawanawaki. What do you want from my husband? Sayle mayai ni fifteen bob. I have a last reason as to why um, I think we are delaying this thing is because we've been hurt before. Now, which is why I yeah. think that dating is a waste of time. Because look at that. You're putting yourself out there for somebody to hurt you. You, you, waste, your, you waste years dating this person. And then they leave you and get married in six months. So you're, you're broken. You start saying men are trash. And you decide you don't want to be married because you've been hurt before. I feel like that's the worst. Kwanzaa, I've seen this situation. The ones that you just said, like you are, you are with a guy for, let's say, five years. Then you break up. He just marries in the shortest period. What? Kwanzaa, what was I? Exactly. A, stepping so, a, a stepping stone to your next chapter. 
I think yeah. that one would hurt me. To, that's an actual trauma, you know. You'll even be scared to hear the word marriage. <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. That's why I'm so against these young girls. If you're in your 20s, I don't think you should waste your time dating men. Waste, uh, use your time building yourself, getting to know yourself, heal from childhood trauma, uh, start a yeah, career, do the uh, go to school, travel the world. Don't waste your time dating men. <laughs> wow. I truly believe it's a waste of it's a waste of time. Dr. Yeah. Love. Dr. I honestly believe it's just a waste of time because there's nobody who later looks back and says, oh, it was worth it. It wasn't worth it. It was a waste of your time. <laughs> <laughs> I asked myself, because we've all sort of gone through when we were younger and you date this person and lie to yourself that you're going to end up with them, this is going to be my husband. And then they don't end up being love of my life. Yeah, love of my life. And then now you're here and wondering what what was I doing with this man? He's there even calling you his wife. And then now where are you? Are you his wife? <laughs> oh you're not <laughs> it's getting personal baby it's getting personal. <laughs> now as we wind up here I have a Final question for each one of you, yeah? <laughs> now that we know how, how hard it is to, to date, to get a spouse, what would you do different? If, you know, you are in a position to change the people's mindset, what would you do different? Me personally, I've said I would start something like Antisima, do this matchmaking, because let's, as you said, stop wasting time. Get to know each other. That's what I would do different. I don't know if I've understood the question. What would I do different in what way? If you were to change in nature, what is happening now? Oh. Yeah. Like, why, why is it so hard for you to meet someone? What would you do different? I think I would advocate for people to seek mental health mental wellness because with mental wellness comes a clearer perspective now look at a situation where we have a majority of men and women who have done self-work mm-hmm. it makes it easier to even reason with them on the same level like you've done so you've done self-work so it's easier to even be compatible and end up marrying as opposed to mm-hmm. now have a a society of very many damaged individuals. So if you come into my life, you're bringing your trauma and I'm bringing mine and then we are constantly fighting and we just decide we can't be together, which is what is happening now. Yeah. We're dealing with people's demons, different demons, and that is why we are where we are. So I believe just take the time to work on yourself and then you'll attract. Mm-hmm. You know, when you work on yourself, you're not going to attract shitty man because you're going to see it from a mile away like you can just know this man is about to waste my time and i'm not interested so it, yeah. it just makes it easier wow that is that is very important wow so, I me mean, i'll just do the same i'll just do the same as what lynn is saying i believe for you to the right spouse you just need to self-work on yourself because if you do self-work on yourself, you're going to attract the right person. Okay. Yeah. And also, yeah. there's nothing like wife material and husband material. Nothing like that. This is something society has instilled in us. So you see, like, oh, when we started, someone was saying, like, first of all, if she goes for her PhD, she'll get her, uh, her husband. Now that makes her, that means she's not wife material. So women put yeah pressure on themselves that I need to learn how to cook and to keep her home, otherwise I won't get a man. Don't package yourself for a man. Just be the best version of yourself for you and that way you're going to attract the right man, the right friends, the right networks. But if you if you want to package yourself for a man, yeah. you're in for downfall. You never hear a man packaging himself for a, for a wife. 
yeah, for a wife. Even the men that we call husband material, it's mm. because of what they the the way we look at them. We're the ones who uh, have decided there's wife material, and women are the ones who've decided there's husband material, because a man is a certain way. But a man will never sit down and package himself to be husband material. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have nothing more to add. What? <laughs> Period. Period. That's it. I don't know. I normally speak so passionately about this because I've been called out so many times for not being quote unquote wife material or submissive. So I'm, very, I'm like, and if you're trying to compare me with my siblings, I'm the one who's more homely. But you see now to the outside world, or oh, this one, this one can't stop me because you can't tell her nothing. She has answers on her fingertips. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just much pressure. Now young girls come up, and even in our society, the Muslim society, from a young age, women are being molded to be wives. So, yeah, so you need to learn to cook. And we've had this conversation before that, so that you can be a good wife to your husband. And men are not being given the same pressure. So, like, just oh. let's let learn how to cook so you can feed yourself. Be a for another human being, and men also do work <laughs> yourself, and so that you can attract a good spouse in future. But you're not. Don't change yourself for somebody. machache. I'm done. Understand. Wow, this is an interesting topic. I thoroughly so like it. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.